me, it's the guy from work. Hello and welcome to the Girl From Work podcast. Back at your screens. How are you doing? We have returned. Today we have the main cast minus one of our boys. I'm going to start off. I go by the name of Frank. You already know me. Right next to me, right next to my head is my boy Nat. Introduce yourself, my guy. Uh, my name is Nat. Also young is, uh, known as Young Nate. Um, <laughs> On yeah, the streets. Very, very, very excited to be back with my boys again. I haven't spoken to you for ages. Um, it's been a while. Probably you're probably thinking like, where, where the hell have we gone? Um, but we're back for season two. Yay! <laughs> Thank you, Boris. Uh, next Boris. up is my boy Jack Walsh. Oh, how are you doing, name Boris? Drop. Oh yeah, can I not say your the surname? My yeah, name's fine. What? Yeah, yeah, is yeah. that okay to use your legal name? Yeah. Yeah, my legal name is Jack Walsh, but there I go. go by uh, Dude It's Jack. So uh, yeah, if man. anyone needs some beats, uh, hit me up. Just to uh, do a quick vlog. <laughs> and uh, bro, it's good to see you guys again. Um, it's been five months, you know. It's been so crazy. I, I probably haven't t- talked to a lot of you guys for mm. most of those five months, so it's good to hear and see you again, even if it's at a screen. Yeah, true. I, mean, I think we're all happy to do about doing this again, because I think like, we all got too busy doing everything, sure. Yeah, we've got nothing else to do now, so... <laughs> yeah, so we're back in again. <laughs> There's Cameron. Yes. Cameron Aze is back for season two. <laughs> I actually look forward to doing this all again and doing like all the editing and stuff. So let's go. Shout out to Cameron. It's his birthday Eve tonight. Thank you. Happy oh, birthday. As you're recording Eve. it, probably Big come out afterwards. But yeah. Cheers, Big, the Big 42 tomorrow. Uh, Next up, Eddie sure. Merckx. The Murphy oh, one. guys saying? Season two, back with a bang. Um, I don't really know what to say. I'm gassed to be back, guys. I've lost, but definitely not least. We've got Sully. So I'm Sully and I fucking hate everything. <laughs> also, I love you guys, so this is fun. I think we've got a lot to uh, get off our chests. As Jack said, it's been five brutal months. Um, we use today as a therapy session. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm more I'm like catch up to some extent as well, I guess. Yeah, but mostly therapy. Yeah, this is mainly so, like some new generation of therapy. This is just like that movie Unfriended, but in real life. <laughs> oh God! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's why Christian's not here. He's planning to murder he's a, us all. He's been unfriended. He's been unfriended. Yeah. He's, been unfriended. <laughs> yeah. he's not. He's not. He's not on the guest list. I think it's because he's at home and his home is manic half the time. I think if he was in Cardiff still, he'd be home. He'd There's join eight easily. people in three rooms. Yeah. Basically. Speak, that sounds illegal. Speaking of things that are manic, um, the country is manic right now. Yeah, lockdown 2.0. What's just happened? What has just happened? We're going is this, to is this, is this lockdown 2.0 because... With the tier I, system, it's, it's, it's basically lockdown thirteen point eight. Nah, I don't. I don't believe the tier system. 0.5. For me, this is the this is this is lockdown two. This is the sequel. 
Yeah, so I you're saying like, November wasn't a real nah, lockdown is, at all? This is a trilogy, mate. No, that, that was fake free. shit. It was, was fake shit. Free, it was for it Christian. Really I, I've basically been on lockdown since uh, like December for now. Oh, no. Yeah. No, no, no. Um, way before that. I, I've been on furlough at the time. I can't, I don't, I've, lost track of, I've honestly lost track of the days. Mm. Yeah. On and off furlough as well. Like um, In the autumn, I was like half working, half not, but it was very sporadic. But I haven't been working for a long time, mostly. It's been weird, like Christian was saying that because he he was staying in Wales, wasn't he? So they had a completely different way of dealing with stuff, and they had um, a circuit breaker lockdown before Christmas. So this for him is technically lockdown three point oh, because yeah. Wales went into full, complete like lockdown of everything as well prior to this one. I just don't know why it took so long, to be honest with you. If they were going to do it, they should have just done it from the get. They, they, I mean. that's, that was their biggest mistake. That's why our country is so, the numbers are so peak. Because they never bad, committed man. to one thing. Very they bad. just, they, even and then they fucking didn't eat out well. to help out halfway through. Like, yeah. what's going on? Yeah, yeah they're like, cool, the but let's make some money. Helping out. <laughs> yeah. Let's make some money yeah, before everyone dies. Yeah, let's help out and get more fucking deaths. The, the money, the, the money they spent on eat out to help out could have just been sent to small businesses instead of having people actually attend. And buy I actually believe that. I think some businesses did get paid. I think some, some small businesses did, did get yeah. some sort of compensation. Yeah, but yeah, it, it definitely boosted Deliveroo. Deliveroo is making very good money this year. That's one thing I can say. Deliveroo, Uber, no, and OnlyFans. Just eat and get fucking <laughs> Snoop Dogg on the advert. You dumb. Somebody so <laughs> <laughs> say just be. He's definitely not Snoop an easy guy. That, that Snoop Dogg song is so good. Though. It is sick. Get delivery like a G. <laughs> <laughs> that gasses me, man. Yeah, no, I think this was long overdue. I think this lockdown is hopefully a serious one for people to take it seriously because we want our summer. Yeah. Yeah. We want our lives back. So if people just. Do what they're supposed to do for this time, and just, just pattern. Then <laughs> hopefully yeah, we will get our lives back. Do you know what I mean? Like it's just yeah, oh, exactly, that's... man. I had to shave all my fucking hair off because there's no barbers open. You pricks. Fuck's <laughs> <laughs> sake. I'm in the same boat. No, but what I don't I've, get I've is, yeah, what actually is different from the last lockdown now because there's nothing left. Like the shops are still open. People are still going to the supermarkets. There's nothing left. I got no. I feel like Ian Bill. <laughs> it's the. I think it's the same in the sense that you can't obviously go to like gyms. You can't go to the, the pub bar like yeah, kind of shit. It's literally just like the bare necessities now. Like you have your supermarket, yeah. you have your pharmacies. Um, and that bro, 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 bro. situation this time last year, like yeah. what we're doing now is what we should have been doing. Well, March, January. Yeah. Yeah. But even then, I think, like. Um, I think the November lockdown and all those, like during that when they announced the tier systems, people, a lot of people still didn't take that seriously because they were fed up about what everything was happening. They just decided to rebel. But I think this yeah. time, hopefully, it, it's become more serious and people are getting just stressed out. So, yeah, it's, it's, I think I think it's just the tier system is just a bit. The tier system was brought in speak. because we have a Tory government that it's they're so anti upsetting people like they're so nah you gotta do it you just gotta do it That's the thing, yeah man. exactly they're not willing to go listen you fuckers right we're gonna keep you locked up 
for a hundred days or something so that we can have a summer or we can have a real Christmas with our families. But instead they just went, okay, what's the least offensive thing we can do right now? We'll go for that one. We'll go for that choice. But the thing is, they still, they still painted it like, they still painted it like, oh, cool, we'll do these tears and then you can have Christmas. And on Christmas, it got even worse. So for me, it's like, what is the point of trying to build up? At that point, you you just say Christmas is gone. Deal with it. Boom. Fair enough. But then if you do it a week before, I was like, raw, you took away my Christmas. People got plans. People got things to do. Do you know what I mean? And if it, for me, the yeah, tears, the tears are unserious. And especially after, after having a proper lockdown again now, completely brushing all the tears aside, it shows you that, boom, the tears don't mean anything. Like for me, I live life yeah, normally like, like all the, the tears. Rules. I did everything I wanted to do. I did. I could do. But now it's lockdown. It's different. Now I can't do the things I wanted to do. So for me, it's like, if you want people to to stop doing it, put your foot down and say you'll stop doing it. Otherwise, all these half truths and stuff like that they don't work because legally they can't do much to you because they're like it's all so vague. Whereas when it's a lockdown, proper lockdown, people know it's serious, but they're just they're too afraid to pull the trigger, and that's the problem. Because then yes. that proves to me that they ain't got a plan. They don't know what they're doing. They're just doing it as it comes to them, and that I think is why people are so well, they, frustrated. They... We understand we have to take... No, everything they do contradicts itself, though. Every single decision that they've made since COVID contradicts itself. They say, okay, you can't go out, whatever. Like, right now, I swear the borders are still open right now. Yeah. 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 People are still flying back and forth to Dubai the whole time. In and out. In and out. Everyone's in fucking Dubai. Everything's unserious. We're the first... So, like, a couple of weeks ago, when they first discovered this new strain, there was another type of new strain that was found in South Africa. And... They released a new like memo of countries that were banned, or you had to at least quarantine yourself when you arrived back in South Africa. It was never added, so you had loads of British expats coming back from South Africa because of how bad it's gotten there, arriving without having to quarantine or having to get checked or having to get tested or anything, and they're still not banned. You can still fly to and from South Africa. Like it's just. Have you seen how New Zealand handled it? They... Have you seen their like system? Their systems are amazing. Yeah, they they probably like. They did what a lockdown's meant to do, sure. I know it's like New Zealand, even the lockdown to us, like it's it's, it's the way people travel, it's about the travel, though. I'm saying it's the way that people travel in and out of the country, which is why their their cases are so yeah. Like, I mean, they they closed all the borders, didn't they? Yeah, but also, the moment moment you land there, the moment you land there, regardless of who you are, you go two weeks straight to a hotel, and after those two weeks, and after consecutive like consecutive negative results of the test you're able to go out and mingle with people and everything's calm yeah because no one's bringing anything in so they had to swallow everything internal and then boom and now it's like anytime someone comes in they go through those measures and people can live their life the easiest Whereas here they need the tourism money do you know what i mean the, the easiest tourism. like thing they they said about why new zealand succeeded was that uh, well like why britain shouldn't do what new zealand did it's because we're not the same country, but we, we are technically, we're, we're an island nation. You can shut, there is no way of getting onto this country other than, well, you know, plane, but obviously the Channel Tunnel and stuff, but New Zealand doesn't have a tunnel, but you can just isolate the country from, because there is no other way of getting into it. I mean, if you close the Channel Tunnel, yeah. the only way you can get in is to fly or, or on a ship. Like there's, you can't just walk across the road. Mm-hmm. Whereas that's why other countries in Europe suffered so heavily first is because people were just going, oh, you know what, I'm just going to pop over to Spain. It's a lot quieter there. Whereas here, you'd have to go, I'm going to fucking swim across the channel to yeah. France to get out. Like, it, 
I don't know. There's this, there's this really worrying rise of libertarianism that's coming. That's It started with the US with the whole, <clears throat> when they started mandating masks and doing local lockdowns because it wasn't a federal thing. It was this whole idea, like, I'm free American. I can do what I want. I'm, I'm allowed to wear what I want. I will not be restrained in wearing a mask. And that ideology has reached the UK now, which is horrifying and you have people oh there's loads of people here man there's people refusing to wear masks and they yeah. don't they well, one, I, I don't know one issue a lot, that, people, though, is a lot of people say like okay about wearing a face mask right and like but there's actually a lot of um scientific evidence into wearing a face mask doesn't actually stop the spread of a virus like if we really are going to go into it like what uh, country has been wearing face masks for the past 20 years and what country did coronavirus start in the only, so the, the only, it's reason, not, it's, the, they don't, they don't wear face masks there. They wear it when they come here because of the pollution levels and the oxygen is no, so but different. In, but in China, they all wear face masks on public transport and they have done so. For they, years, but they, even in they wear it, they wear it for a different reason. They wear it out of, uh, but they still wear it. And it, what, uh, that's the country that's spread like wildfire. But look I'm at saying, the numbers now. Look at the country the that isn't is, wearing face masks. It does help. Us. It does exactly. help. Exactly. If you compare Taiwan and, and North Korea and like, their, their numbers now it's completely different because they had strict they had people like being fined if they were found on the streets after a certain time they had they had people they had i just think it's not actually... to do with the face mask you need to just ban you need to ban travel if that's how you really want to eradicate it like even when a face mask is bullshit because when two people meet in fucking waitros that they see each other from down the road they take their fucking face masks off and say how are you or they stand right next to each other it's yeah like, they're like a point. proper mother's meeting in there do you know what i mean like, what's the point like, if you like, want to fucking people then like exactly. all shopping with their trolleys like, and then like they're all blocking away so then people have to go around them then that creates exactly. more congestion and at, at the like, same time it's like mm. how much is it going to inconvenience you really and truly yeah. like it's, it's it's such a small thing to do and the whole purpose of it is considering the greater good so for me i would i have my own one that i find comfortable i don't know how effective it is in fact in my mind it probably isn't but i wear it out of consideration of others simply because i know that everyone else has to do it so i'll do it so that's why i don't dispute it i might be against it but the fact is it's something that you should do and it's considered in my opinion it's considered like good manners nowadays because there's people that come into our store and they want to order and then have a face mask and there's this one gentleman that comes in i'm not going to disclose information man but he's an upper class you know british guy yeah quite posh and anytime you ask him to wear a mask he makes yeah he's a tory he's a tory (laughs) he um he yeah he just throws a fit he's like but then like why are you taking out on other people do i mean like i don't make the law you just have, at some point, you just have to, like, this isn't breaching our human rights. And a face mask would not impair your health in any way. It's so, like, it's so minuscule. It doesn't um, mean much. The people, though, you also got people, though, as well, who, like, they are, like, they don't have to wear the face mask, the people who have the um, disabilities and whatnot. So it's, like, I used to work, I, like, I'd not look at people and, like, do you have a face mask or something like that? So, but now I can't, just in case I have like a hidden disability. But like the people that frustrate me the most, the people who have the mask that wear it like like this. Yeah. Mm. Like mm. just it's not covering your nose. Like, what's the point? So I'm getting more annoyed with them now when they come to us. Like, do you want to wear a mask? Yeah. Okay. Show me. <laughs> Thing is, no one's allowed uh, in my department in the hospital without a face mask. Yeah. Uh, what was I going to say? Face exemption cards. 
people seem to think they're like a legal thing. They're optional. If you go to the government website, you can, the, the exemption thing that's on the web on the government website literally states this is just to make you feel more comfortable. So people, it, it's the, it's for people to carry around for them just just to feel like they have something to show. It's not legal. It doesn't it doesn't like it doesn't um, hold any sort of uh, like mm, it value. doesn't stop. Yeah, exactly. Like it's bullshit, and people don't. There's just a, no real. There's, there's no real like clarity about anything really. You can't actually yeah. get in trouble for asking that person or physically removing that person as well from the store. There's no, because it's not. No, no. As you the say, the, the not... moment someone, the moment someone shows any sort of evidence or exemption, like most of the time when I see them, I'm like, this could easily be fake. But at that point, yeah, like you have to just you have to be like, cool. They've they've clearly gone this far. If it's to dupe me, it's really not that deep because you're making my money. You're making me money. And if someone does ask me, I have proof that you've asked. For, ex- for exemption at that point what they do with that information and what you showed and provided mm. to me if we were to get in trouble that's down to them do you know what i mean so it's all about knowing to do your yeah, job i'm not gonna come up to someone and throw them out be like you're not wearing a face mask so get the fuck out i'm like i've had that a few people have argued with me and wanted to get a bit physical and face masks but you just have mm. to stand your ground and be like mate listen patting the fuck up i'm just doing my job if you got a problem with me let's go if you got a problem with the marks i can't help you i'm not a diplomat <laughs> Exactly. So basically, when you confront people, you, you try and start a fight. <laughs> it's like, all right, let's not go. me. No, no. Me and you. <laughs> you've seen you see bad sides of me, man. Not always, not always. I never wanted to get to that, but if, if someone's invading my space or making me feel like they're trying to make me feel a certain way or make me feel intimidated, I don't take kindly to that. But if I'm working, it's different. I can't. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Because... No. Because I'm a nice guy. <laughs> like to fix what's, what's funny is the people. Um, what's funny is the people calling like GP surgeries, asking for the doctors to give them like an exemption letter. Like the doctors can't do that because it's not a legal thing, and they can get in trouble if they do that. Yeah. So, yeah. so it's just wasting their time, it's wasting surgery time for like calls that could be coming in yeah. for important things. It's just, oh god. Yeah, isn't it? I've been trying to get to wear a face cover, isn't it? Go again, eh? You wouldn't even need to get it, doesn't even matter if you call up or get one because, like you said, it's self certification. You can go online and you can print off a I am exempt from wearing a face covering, yeah. so you wouldn't even need to. There is no law, there is literally no law. Like, if I'm walking on in a supermarket and I don't have a face mask on, there is nothing you can physically do. And if do you know mm. the fine that the government implements is actually a voluntary fine, it, there's, there's no law to confirm that you have or do or do not have to pay that fine. Isn't, so, isn't that like yeah. our government's whole attitude to this whole pandemic though? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Where you take a personal responsibility, they've put responsibility on us so they don't have any blame to themselves. I think they they think they, they, they don't blame themselves for what's going on. They're kind of blaming us because they're giving mm. all the, us all these options to sort of semi half like doing yeah. these things that we're actually supposed to do properly. It's, it's really interesting following certain countries and the way they've dealt with stuff. And if you, if you were to put in any, if you were to, Look at any of the countries that have questionable human rights laws they all have the lowest case numbers because they literally just went <laughs> the fucking soldiers outside your door will shoot you if you get yeah. outside i'm not saying you need that kind of well i mean it wouldn't hurt but it's do you know what i mean like you need that kind of just as, as someone said earlier you, yeah, you, just you, put your fucking foot down 
you can't... If someone's in charge of a country or a leader and then you shape or form, you have to make decisions. There's 70 um, the million one, people. The one you're thing... not going to everyone. You just... Exactly. Exactly. And that's what makes a good lead. That also make good leadership, like making decisions when things are never going to be black and white. It's never going to be, yeah. everyone's going to be happy. The people, like, you just have to do what's best and hope that people will see in the future what you did was correct. Whereas these men are just like, oh, like, it's, it's like a, <laughs> it's like a girl that really likes attention for all the guys, but she doesn't actually like any of them. She, she just leads, they lead you on and then she's like, oh, actually, we're going to do this now. Do you know yeah. what I mean? He's like, oh, I like you so much. But you're talking to Terrence. Yeah, I like Terrence as well, but I like you the most. <laughs> and the next week, she's fucking kissing Terrence. She's telling you to fuck off. <laughs> it's like that. Terrence is locked down. Fuck Terrence. Th- Terrence is locked down. Boris has been getting a lot of, and right, rightfully so, getting a lot of shit on the internet. But to be 100% honest, it isn't the worst thing in the world to have Boris because the people that work for him are a hundred times worse. And if any one of those fuckers was in power, like imagine Jacob Rees-Mogg as fucking prime minister. Like I just, I, I, I couldn't even, Michael Gove as prime minister. Like I just can't even. Oh, no, 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 no. But this, this is a real possibility. I think Boris will step down after the coronavirus has settled. His reputation is tarnished and fucked forever. Um, and there's not another election for four and a half years. So we're stuck with the Tory government until 2026, 2025 at the, at the most. How, how old are we going to be then? 28? 20, uh, 27, 28. 27, 28, yeah. I turn 23 tomorrow. Well, okay. as we're recording um, it, I turn 23 tomorrow. One hour, 57 <laughs> minutes. Not like counting down or anything, but yeah. Anyway. <laughs> Guess what time we're recording this. <laughs> <laughs> you going for a three-hour, four-hour podcast? About seven. I mean, I have to kindly uh, opt out of that. <laughs> yeah, um, I'd have to edit for ages. So cheeky, cheeky seven-hour podcast. <laughs> just do like mini episodes throughout the week or something, just us based on the thing. <laughs> Imagine doing a seven-hour podcast. Fucking hell! I can. <laughs> and we probably yeah. will. the Time thing away. is like when we did the last time we were just going off for ages and then we realised oh fuck we were recording for like two and a half hours yeah. we should stop now and, and go to bed but even though yeah. we're is still, this like, video going to go out extra. as one or like loads of mini ones I think we'll do this one as one and then we will do the next ones as like topics of discussion so yeah, about, like, like 20 minute videos instead of like what Hour two hours. I'm looking at all the hour forty six, hour and a half. But like, they're, they're like videos hours. that have been heavily edited as well. So yeah. like, it's we didn't record for an hour and a half. We recorded for three hours. Or like, that was good. Good times. Yeah, no. Well, I'm back when the world was actually quite easy. It was easier than what it is now. Well, yeah. yeah. We got. I think the first lockdown as well. It was warmer. The yeah. sun was out more. Like. We could go to the parks to some extent and exercise, but now because it's the winter still, it's oh, cold. Mate. No one really wants just... to go outside. Everyone's a bit more miserable. It's darker. Like there's no sunlight really, or like it's dead maybe an hour if we're lucky. So it's just like it's just more miserable than last time. Do you know what's um, really annoying for um, uni students? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're getting absolutely shafted. Have you yeah, seen? Um, I mean, so much money. Have you seen so University of Portsmouth's Wikipedia page? 
someone, is, someone has edited to say it's an open university and you have to pay nine grand <gasps> just to watch videos. Everyone shout on the open university when it first became a thing, but every university... It's so sick, every university, yeah. Literally, like, every university. I was just having a look at um, something popped up for Sky News. Uh, today, there was 60,916 confirmed tests, positive results, with another 830 deaths today. Um, that That's is way too high. two days after lockdown 2.0. Yeah. But you also think now this is like, because it's all like seven days after like people would have been infected. So this is all like the, well, well between Christmas and New Year's is when all the people, all that new like cases would come out. Because like, even though like, also I both my sisters come home. Kendra came back down from Portsmouth early December. Kira came down with her boyfriend 23rd. They mm. all had to get COVID tested before they were allowed to come back home. Um, so, well, with Kira and Liam, my older sister and her boyfriend, they both tested negative when they came down. So we literally COVID tested them at our kitchen table <laughs> and at our dining room table. And then like after half hour, yep, yeah, okay, you're clear. You're allowed to take the mask or come inside properly now. Yeah, that like, you had to do it with the girlfriend as well when she came around for New Year's. Like, yep, just 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 sit there now and wait for half hour, and then you'll be allowed in join the party. Um, but talking about day, went, girlfriends, no, wait, I'm finishing the story. Oh, damn, sorry, I tried to get some transition. Sorry, <laughs> I was already uh, into that. I'm a bit rusty. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, we'll get um, what's his name? Uh, Romazzo. Is that the guy on Twitter? He was like, all right, here we go. Fabrizio Romano. (laughs) Yeah, but anyway. Here we go. um, They went back then (laughs) on the 20... No, they went back on the second or third, I think. Um, They went back to Windsor. Um, And Liam's brother, the boyfriend, um, one of his brothers had come home sick to his house. And like he thought nothing of it and was like, oh, it's just a common cold or whatever, like it'd be fine. Turns out he had COVID and brought it into all of them. Fucking hell. So then Liam had done a test like the day before they were driving up, but didn't hand it back yet. So then when they got home to Windsor that evening, got the thing and was like, oh yeah, you have COVID. So he's had to isolate in the room. And then Shit. my oldest panicked in case she had it, but luckily she's come back negative. But now she's sleeping on the sofa. But she now has, you know, the TV, the PlayStation all to herself at the moment while he nice. has the Switch. So, <laughs> yeah, but again, that's it's still, just that's a bit still of a, that's still a as well. That's a good setup, though, man. The Switch the will guys. keep him handy. Yeah. Yeah, but I got Kira for Christmas, so I got her the um, Pokemon Sword. Oh. So, not going to lie so to you, I bro. Uh, if she likes Pokemon, she would love it. Yeah, so but it's fine. not one of the better games. Uh, I think that's just because I mean, you're a hardcore I, Pokemon she has, fan. She has the Switch, so like, oh, I'll just get her that for Christmas. I am hardcore. Cool. I'm pretty hardcore, but I've never played it. Well, it's yeah, basically I, I, was never, I was never the biggest at Pokemon games. The only one I really did was Pokemon Go, and that was when it was like big. I just like me and Matt, we all went, we all, we went around London doing that a couple of weeks hmm. during the summer. So Yeah, that was, that, we, did that, we did that with games. Me, Jack, and Ed did that as well. That was a good time, man. That was such a good time. 2016, wasn't it? Because that was the same year as the Euros. Simpler time. Everyone out walking on the streets. One of the best years ever. On their phones. Playing Pokemon, getting hit by cars, walking off cliffs. (laughs) Madness. (laughs) Killer clowns and Halloween. Yeah. yeah. Best year was 2017, though. That was the best year. 
Undisputed. What even happened in that year? I can't remember. I it was just live. I just it was just live. I I worked at I was working at Tentative Older Adventures and I just remember like I was like, Oh my god, I'm literally getting paid just to do absolutely fucking nothing and just watch people go on rides. I was like, this is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> so I just Do you want to go back there, bro? What no, I just I just remember it. It just makes me laugh. Like literally, I'd I'd watch like the ride and watch the people waiting in the queue, and like if a kid like had bare food every time, I knew that they'd they'd spill it, but like <laughs> they would never know. So I just be there standing there, and, like, <laughs> and like there was once I remember there was this kid, like a proper spoiled brat kid, yeah, and he had a massive bucket of pop popcorn. And his mum was like, eat it, eat it as much as you can because we're going on the ride. And he's like, yeah, mum, whatever. And he eats like a tiny bit of the popcorn as he goes, he's like, oh, it doesn't matter. And he goes on the ride, it goes fucking everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> oh, mate, I'm so sadistic. Just How the fuck time, would man. he take popcorn on the ride, though? I don't get that. Because he's dumb, bro, and he was spoiled. He thought he knew what was going <laughs> on, bro. He didn't know. He didn't know. Oh, mate. Good times. Kids are funny, man. Especially when they fall over. I just, I just, I, I shouldn't have done it. I just typed into Google what happened in 2017 just because it was meant to be such a good year. The first things that fucking come up is Brexit, the Brexit vote, oh, yeah, man. Trump's inauguration, the Las Vegas shooting, oh. and Charlottesville. Oh, God. <laughs> Other than that, it was yeah, good. But that's just yeah, the nice. negative. That's just the negative. <laughs> that's not like if you type in any year, like, come on. Yeah. I feel like every year. 2011 was a I'm good year, except for one like, big event. I feel like every year we keep saying that was the worst year. That was the worst year. This year, nah, 2016 was amazing. 2016 was amazing. Harambe died. What are you talking about? Yeah. Yeah, but he birthed such a beautiful meme, though, didn't it? It was. Bro, Colombia had a peace deal. Harambe's more In a way, he did. He also had Alan Rickman, Gene Wilder, Muhammad Ali, Leonard Cohen, Alan Thicke, George Michael, and Carrie Fisher all died in 2016. That was the year where, from December 2015 to about June 2016, our A-list celebrity died every single fucking month. And it was just because like... Aaron Ramsey kept scoring. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was on a roll that year. I wonder how many goals he scored during COVID and training. Yeah. Too many. He scored a hat-trick and a bicycle like... kick. He's got better stats than Pele. He's got best stats. Oh, I've seen how petty he's gotten as well. <laughs> yeah. like on his Instagram, he's like, "Oh, highest goal scorer of all time at seven hundred was it fifty-seven? Oh, he's ca- he's counting he's counting the goals but of now, his kids, but, his grandfathers. Yeah, but now because um, Messi and Ronaldo both overtaken him, he's gone our oh, highest goal scorer of all time at twelve hundred eighty-three because he's included yeah. all the charity games, right. like international friendlies and stuff. But oh, they, they don't count. Surely they don't. He, count. He's washed up, mate. Sounds every very salty like, as well. It kills yeah, it, 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 a, it kills a legacy. Player scores on FIFA now as well. He's got to add that to it too. <laughs> I bet I could score seven hundred goals in a Brazilian Premier League. And the MLS. And the MLS. Oh, definitely pro. New York Cosmos. Oh, the MLS back then. Fuck it, oh mate. Yeah. Didn't even have fucking Jimmy Conrad back then. Didn't they have yeah. like penalty shootouts and you used to have to run at the goal? They were sick, yeah. But when when Pele was playing, the fucking American national team just kept picking up the ball and trying to run it down the pitch. 
Americans. Imagine having a penalty shootout and you got fucking. You know, fucking sick that would be. Yeah, FA Cup final. FA Cup final. Have you ever seen it, Frank? Have you ever seen it? Seen, I've seen it. It's bare weird. It's sick. It's some galaxy galactic football shit. It's like a hundred meter sprint and then fucking boot the ball. You have like five seconds to score and they expect you to run like eighty feet and beat the goalkeeper and then shoot. Actually, they should That's bring it back because the team I weren't might get a goal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine Mertesacker on one of them. Fuck you, know. He'd have to just shoot. He'd go backwards, away, mate. He'd start going reverse. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be 2022 when he scored. It'd <laughs> be COVID 23, bro, by the time he scored. <laughs> Top bins, bro. Top. It'd be 2077. What a cyberpunk. That game is so good, man. I need to get so on next year. Just together. sums up COVID. What would you I'm mean? Why are you going to save up to get it? No, I need to wait a while. Like, the game's coming. Oh, no, don't get I it. Know, I'm, I'm, I'm either going to get it on PC or I wait a while to get it fixed on PlayStation 4. Because I'm going to get it on I got it on PS4. I got on PS4 for Christmas. Is it running fine? It's okay. It. It's, there's, I think there's no, four no, acts. I feel bad for you, bro. I feel bad. You got a broken present. Act one was sick. Uh, Act 2 has crashed a lot, but I've got it on my PC. works absolutely fine on my PC, so... I'll have to get on PC then. And so get a game, get a game on PlayStation. You just have to play half it on PC, yeah. but just get a game anyway. <laughs> <laughs> right, Jack, if you're going to get it, get on PC or PS5. There is no in-between. Bro, just don't yeah, get yeah, it. Have yeah. you seen the reviews of that game? It's a good game. Fucking yeah, but Trippy Red, Trippy trip, Red just said you're just broke because so you're playing an old gen. So okay. If Trippy Red's saying that, then he's an expert gaming Do- connoisseur. Only- they took it off the market to give it for free. Oh, no, they, they refunded they, the people. Refund- yeah, yeah, but yeah. If, yeah, we can go into this conversation. Like, we can go just- in this conversation. It's not their fault. Is, it was just- the investors. Yeah. The investors told them to release the game for the, for the holiday season. They told them repeatedly, bro, we ain't ready. And they're like, I don't care. This is the perfect time to release it. Same thing happened with Witcher 3 as well. The exact same thing happened. The Witcher 3 was good though. The That's Witcher the 3, when it was released, was horrendous. They it had was enough so, time. It was unplayable. Oh, 3. really? It was so bad. It was It was even <laughs> worse than Cyberpunk. It was really bad. They had... Um, okay, so maybe they can they can fix it then. They had two they had Witcher two 3 turned patches. out to be the best game in a long time. Yeah. And they had a massive patch, I think, through, like three months after it was released. And it was absolutely fine. But the first weeks was horrible. Like, it was so bad. What game was it that was like really shit that we thought was me? Like the crew was it? it was like a the Rainbow Six one. The most oh, the hyped. Watch Dogs one was that was, that was just, one, one that of the was most just... overhyped games of all time. That it was, was shit. like a No was Man's like based Sky. In New York. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. No Man's yeah. Sky was pretty shit. Oh, that the was the most hyped game I've ever heard. heard. Apparently, yeah. They fixed it a bit, but still a bit. You can't find friends online, which is bullshit. <laughs> Man, What's the point of this? Man got all the money from the fucking game and just dipped. Like, no one ever saw him again. Like, he just, he just, he just sold a broken game to everyone and fucked off. What I learned. Yeah. It's like, oh, hello world, that event. And then the, the, the guy yeah. who erased just deleted his Twitter. Yeah. He everyone. Fire Festival. Tanacon. Who I'm not, I'm not gonna lie to you, bro. If I was a parent and my, my child, be it male or female, was like, yo, I want the tickets for Tandacon, I would seriously consider giving that child away. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Like genuinely, I'd actually I would actually have a, a conversation with myself, be like, is this really worth it? She's making so much money from OnlyFans. It's actually like stupid. 
it's ridiculous how much money she makes. It's such so a... It's kind of crazy. Money from only, only fans. Um, Amber Rose, isn't she like banging OnlyFans right now? Amber Rose, I th- probably... There's Amber loads Rose. of celebrities on there, like... Her Instagram feed is just OnlyFans promo. Yeah. There's loads Shane of, Shane like... Dawson's some sus guy, you know. <laughs> Bro, Onision's got an OnlyFans. Yeah. yeah Onision has one. They deleted his Patreon, that's why he had to get OnlyFans. Really? <laughs> He's such a weirdo, man. He's a creep. He's a creep, bro. He's a nonce. Really? He's so weird. Onision. I have to Google him. Never heard of him. Bro, if you Google him, bro, it's just a it's just a it's just a massive hole. Like you're gonna oh, down onion. into something. His YouTube is just posting like random videos of him. Oh, yeah, I've seen him. He's a, oh my god, he's is a real life anime character. So. Ed, you remember, you remember the guy's like um he's like uh, send the link in the chat and he's like he's like the no links in the you now chat yeah, Do you remember that? Link, that guy <laughs> that's not good bro because i called him a nonce the one who's that's not fucking good. killing it is um uh belle delphine she is a she, multi oh, yeah. multi-millionaire she is a businesswoman yeah. and i She's, respect her for that yeah however I do not respect the people that pay for the, that kind of content. I'm going to keep it a buck. I do not respect people that have to pay for that kind of shit. The the waifu anime gamer girl thing. All she's doing, all she's doing is grooming all these fucking... Yeah, I don't get it. Dons, dons that have no confidence and no source. I've never got she's it. making never, money off it. I've never seen any the attraction from her. No, no. I, from I, Belle Delphine? She's, she's like, attractive. As a, as a person. I, think she's I, I just don't I get the whole, attractive. Like, attractive to like she, she, anime. Yeah. She came across really Listen, well bro. on the um, Happy Hour podcast. <laughs> something that you go into, I can't lie. <laughs> I don't watch anime that much. Wow. So. That's why. Yeah. <laughs> nah, it's, it's a good aesthetic. I, I see what she's doing. But um, yeah, like, it's I don't see the point of paying for that kind of shit. You have to be unique, man. If you want to stand out. The best thing to stand out is to stand out. Even if it's bad or good, people will pay you. You get money. Cheers, Jeff. <laughs> just, like, uh, just like us, we stand out. Yeah. Girl from work. <laughs> Speaking of girls from work. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, Hi, um, Cameron. Cameron, Cameron, take the stage. <laughs> I mean, I got the girl from work, so yeah. Hey! <laughs> well done. I mean, Everyone else. Everyone else is with you. <laughs> well, we, should get, we should give him a. We should give him a medal. Just, uh, put it in the. We need to get him a special edition medal. Yeah. Well done. <laughs> <laughs> well done. Gold star. Yeah. Exquisite. Over a month now, so going well so um, far. So you know, uh, can't so much more. They are very cute together. Thank you. Your cheeks must hurt, bro, because you've been smiling. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we've both been Cheshire cats in the yeah. past month, so yeah, it's been yeah, it's been nice though. Because obviously we went, we went out before, but uh, yeah, this time just feels way better. And yeah, I don't I don't, know, <laughs> I don't want to talk too much about it, but yeah, it's it, it's just nice because like it's like I do love this girl so. Um, yeah, whoa, whoa, pause, 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 bro. You know, this is going out on the internet, yeah. 
Bro, you're you guys heard it to future. each other, right? I'm just saying. Yeah, bro. we said to each other, right? I've got too yeah, much trust fine. issues to ever. Like, this isn't just a like story. That. This is a love story. Whoa! <laughs> oh, like a fucking film. I think I'll do I ain't heard the L word all year. Frank, you got to open yourself up to love. Nah, bro, don't yeah. fuck yeah. me up, bro. What? Nah, man. Oh, trust me. Like when she messaged me again the first time, my my the shields are very hard. I remember calling uh, Sally. I thought you said you had to send me. Yes, right. Um, so, yeah, I am. Calling... <laughs> so, yeah. In a in panic, that... like, oh, yeah. like, oh, fuck, like, she just popped up, what do I do? And then within minutes, we're all in, like, a Discord discussing, like, <laughs> what yeah. I should do. Because I remember, like, Nat was in the call, so I remember, like, oh, Cam, like, oh, if I was in this situation, what would you tell me? I was like, well, I would tell you, because I know his ex is like, oh, yeah, don't do don't, don't give her any time of day, etc. And then he was like, oh, Cam, what do you want to do? He's like, well, I want to go meet her. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, I mean, like, now when it comes to, like, when I give you guys, like, any kind of relationship advice, I now have to, I'm now, There's a new side. Know, a bit, yeah, and I can, I can now see it from both sides more. You're a graduate. So. You've got a new side in, bro. Well, welcome to the club. <laughs> I'm not in the club, but well, you're in the club. <laughs> it's, it's okay. Sully's not in the club either, so you're fine. Yeah, sorry, I'm not making the club with you though. You're gonna have to stay far away club? from my club. That's you. Hey, you're already in the club. Yo, you're, you're in the club, bro. What what do you get for being in the club? No, so you relationship status. You're in the partnership. Yeah. <laughs> oh shit. I'm I'm just I'm in a different fucking league, mate. I'm yeah, no yeah, Sally. No girl deserves you, mate. That is true. I um I love myself enough for the both of us. I love my team. I consider myself a revolutionary. <laughs> I uh I use this um lockdown to invent invent a new thing and I uh I like to call it oh. MCD. MCD. Is it is it warm or is that? Some, like sex sex doll or something. Yeah, I, I, something weird, isn't it? You put it in the microwave. No. No, no, no! It just, it's just masturbation, crying, drinking. That's basically like <laughs> it's um. To be fair, I think a lot of people are in that vibe. It's it's more fun so when you do all three at the same time. Um. That's mad. That's yeah. depressing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I just like cool really, yeah, okay. one leads to the other. So. I feel like if I ever, if I ever go to your house, I need to ask you exactly where I can sit. <laughs> Nowhere. <laughs> Yeah, you're not you're not allowed through the front door. <laughs> oh no! I, 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 straight in. I, I do not. Advi- I, I do not advise it. <laughs> if you ever if you ever come here, shit is gonna itch on you, Frank. That's all I'm well, saying. I'm glad that people don't have to shake hands as you walk because I'd still avoid yours. <laughs> That's why. Well, like night vision goggles. You can see see yeah. all the radiation. Yeah. yeah, the UV light. The UV light. Yeah. <laughs> all I'm gonna say is I don't need to replaster for a couple of years. <sighs> Oh my god. Oh, <laughs> I forget that. I'm going to remain ignorant on this, I think. When you watch it back, I'll, think, I'll have a think about it. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll show you later, Jack. Fine. Jack's laptop oh. looks like a plaster is radio. Other than that, cracking, like, cracking. That's quite um, interesting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going. Should, I'll do the <laughs> Yeah, I think so. Alright, so uh, 
I mean, mainly Frank. What's it like being, you know, watching football so far this season? Oh. <laughs> it's what you'd call a roller coaster. <laughs> sometimes maybe good, sometimes maybe shit. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I've got a new appreciation for football. I now know just how amazing it is to score a goal, how good it feels. <laughs> oh. I've realised that anyone can be shit. Even the person that you think was Jesus can actually just be Jesus Navas. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, anyone yeah. can let you down. Anyone can impress you. No, it's also I mean, taught me is that you're in good uh, form at the moment. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's, it's taught me that clubs need to have an identity, and the identity often does come from the ground up. Hence, why you see most of the good teams in the league right now are based on good academies. Good players. You've got C, who got people like Foden and Jane and Sancho making it through. You've got Man United that are like players like Greenwood and stuff like that that have come from the academy. You've got Chelsea with a massive group of like crop of young players historically. You've got Liverpool doing their thing. You've got fucking Tottenham, even that like Harry Kane was still from their academy. Do you know what I mean? In a way. I mean, yeah. Yeah, he was, yeah. Deli Ali. No, Deliara's NK Dons actually. But you know what I mean? Like it's 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 the it's the it's the seeds that you plant early that eventually go on to keep the tradition alive. And what you're seeing at Arsenal is like the the senior players not I think not understanding what it takes to play for the badge. They obviously pay for a paycheck. And now you've got these kids coming up that are passionate, love the club from the area, local people, local Don Smith Rose from Croydon, my fucking guy. Like you've got people from the community being a part of the team, understanding what it means to be a part of the team and understanding what it, like, just what sort of significance it has. And then them coming in and then you're seeing players like Lacazette all of a sudden, like, taking almost like a big brother role, like, actually filling in and being like, yo, these kids are the future. How do I support them? And which is why you're seeing him do well now. Whereas you're seeing Aubameyang, who's, I think, still in that mindset where I'm the star player, but I'm just not scoring. And he's just not teeing it up as well. You think so Arsenal right are out there right now? I, mean... um, I think it's... I think it's we're... Start. I think if we're faced against a difficult opposition, we will still get exposed, I believe. But I also believe that now we sort of know what we're doing on the ball, offensively speaking. So I think our problems could just come from lapses and concentration and just stupidity. But I think this season... <laughs> It's possible, but we'd be very lucky to get top four. But um, honestly, at this point... We're only six points off. I know, That's how but, tight the table is so far. Like, Palace... But the same way that we win, 14, we can lose, uh, eight, Yeah, but you've won your last three, which is still better than most teams in the league at the moment. Um, but I'm looking at it, like, Chelsea have only won one game in the last five. Liverpool, we've only won two of our last five. The only teams that are really on decent form are United, City and Everton. As much as that pains me to say. Southampton. Southampton. No, not even Southampton. They beat us yesterday and now is their first win in five. So. Yeah, but in all yeah. fairness, in the part before that, it was a draw, to, a draw to West Ham, a draw to Fulham, only a 1-0 defeat to City. A 1-1 draw Arsenal, 3-0 against Sheffield. Also, West Ham are doing well as well, actually. 
West Ham are a bit sporadic though, innit? West Ham are a bit hit and miss. Yeah, yeah like they started well, then they still did. David Moyes, um, man. They won the last. They're not losing. They're not losing. Turning back the time. clocks, man. Just turning back the clocks. I'm happy for him. I'm happy for Moyes. Well, Moyes has always been a good coach. It's just a matter of the the, the top level. Like United, he just was so out of his depth. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Bringing in Philip Philadelphia. Uh, like, Philadelphia like, just showed that Sir Alex as well. So that's what's you know. Thing is, like a, well. a couple of weeks ago, everyone was raving about Spurs. Like for the title, huh. two games later. Oh, let's like, go. Two games later, they're not. You know that. They yeah, just... but the reason why they've done that though, I think, is because Mourinho has fucked them. Mourinho has been too negative in their games. Yeah, that, yeah, I, I agree. He's is, he's very negative. Uh, but when the when the game when the play is going, oh, oh, look, go ahead, camera. Go. I lost it. Uh, uh, I I was about to say I, I always thought Mourinho was better in the cup rather than the league, and he's shown that against oh. tonight. He's gotten Tottenham to. We've got a final final coming up so. as well, don't we? Yeah, so you play one of the United club, well, one of the Manchester clubs, even. So that'd be a good game. It'd be anyway. a good final, I think. Manchester, Manchester United and uh, City. It's honestly, it's too close to call. Yeah, I think it's very close. You go every way. Because United. I think Aguero's going to pack. Good form right now. City like, given the last game. Three, so. City I, played very well against us. That's no compliment because we aren't playing that well, but they they played really well. I, they I were very yeah. dominant. I don't trust our defence, so I think they could catch us out quite easily. Yeah, just... we seem to have some yeah, but like, their attack would suit you guys. And that's why you're second in the league, joint top for us at the moment. So that's you, our you can't. It, it... Yeah, that, that that would be like just a case of like our oh, Brendan Rogers football when he was at us. So, okay, our defence isn't great, but we'll go score more goals than you. It's exactly like that. It's exactly like plus that. like you, your, the team has good mentality because like. I think you've gone 1-0 behind in so many games this year, but you've still come out on top and won them. Yeah. So, I mean, whatever happens tomorrow, like, it'll be very interesting what actually happens. Um, but Aguero's yeah, come I mean, back that, from injury they, as well, man. So, like... They've I'm saying, I'm saying that's, so that's, 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 that's natural be, goals to Aguero. That could, that could still be a bad thing, though, because if it's his first proper 90 minutes after the injury, he still might not hit the ground running. Do you know what I mean? You never know, especially players at a later a age. Player, yeah, then you got a player like Aguero who just needs that one chance and he will yeah. bury it. Like, he's it's so true. clinical and he has been the best Premier League striker over the last 10 years. So, definitely like, playing the through the middle. Yeah, because didn't he start like a centre-forward against De Bruyne, Chelsea? De Bruyne played striker against us. Yeah. It was a false nine, wasn't it? Well, yeah, essentially, it was essentially a false nine. But he, um, the, the interesting thing about De Bruyne is he, when someone obviously he's not a striker, he got he got asked to play striker, and he was actually it was actually obviously did you see how Harry Kane has adapted his game to come really deep mm. because of the fact that Aguero knows the midfield so well. He was coming really deep, linking up the play, but at the end of the play, being at the spearhead of the attack, so it was really it was really good um, striking play. Uh, like how Harry Kane's adapted now and yeah. he uses midfield prowess into it and it actually worked really well and it'll be interesting to see going forward if uh, De Bruyne takes up that role because if he actually like was as good at, in that role as he was at, at um, Cam he, he could be one of the best false nines in the world he's got it he's got it all he's got every single attribute that you'd want for that position yeah it just like I think playing the centre forward like not a striker, but the false nine. Like it takes a smart footballer to do it. Yeah. Like you've seen, like you've seen Kane go into it recently. He's like, yeah, okay, he's 
very good footballer. He has shown it for years. I, I and think... I was like, because you got to think, because he's not the quickest striker in the world as well. I was like, okay, but he's got very good passing. Bit okay, then try and link up the play, which then helps Son and Lucas and Bale and Bergwijn, all like top class wingers, get in behind, make something on the wing, and then I need an extra. I can sprint that thirty yards and just be in the box for the time the ball comes yeah. in. So with De Bruyne, then he's more just trying to. Um, drag the centre backs out to allow like the diagonal runs for like Sterling or Torres or like whoever they play on the wings now. Oh, just get in behind. Solid. Yeah, just to get in behind and just like create chance. Like, even with like, I mean, you said it now with Firmino too. Like, he doesn't score many goals, but like his football brain, just like how he creates a space for Mane and Salah the last couple of years, that's that's why we win our games. It's like Firmino like, is our system, that's why it works so well. It's like when he plays badly, we play badly. Because we can't, like, create as much. Mm. So, yeah. Firmino's vision is is one of his best tra- traits, I think. Like, I don't really rate Firmino that highly as an actual player. Um, like, what he does individually, like, what he brings to the table, except from linking up the whole play. Like, if we're talking about individual players, for example, in, in my team, I'd rather have De Bruyne than Firmino. But I'm talking about for Liverpool and the side, he brings everything that you'd want for that team. He, yeah. he, his vision and his understanding of football is excellent, and that's probably that's why he works so well for um, for Liverpool. Man, you've got his work rate and the fact that he can tackle as well. I mean, like how to do the presses properly helps a lot. I mean, it's something De Bruyne and Kane might not be as good at, but they're more of a threat when they're twenty yards out from goal and can ping it in the top corner. So. Mm. How many injuries have Liverpool had this season? We've had Van Dijk. So many. So many. So we've had Van Dijk's out for this, well, most of the season now. There's a chance he could come back. We've had Gomez out. Trent's been out. Uh, I think Robertson stayed fit. We've had Alisson out. So we had to have a Spanish forwarding goal. Um, we, like, we now have our, our second choice keeper is now an Irish player who no one can pronounce his first name. Um, Hello. Yeah, say his first name. Or someone else trying to say it. Yeah. Um, Only because I saw Diego Jota is out as well, isn't it? Yeah, he's out yeah. for another month. Um, Salah and Mane have both been out with COVID. Kate has been out with COVID and injuries. Thiago has only played three games for us. Henderson's been injured. Ox has only just come back. Why now he's played fit. With, with yeah. Thiago, um, Van Dyke, and your Allison. If you had those three players like fit, I think Liverpool would be miles clear. Right oh, now. if yeah, if we had everyone, I fit, don't actually agree. Like with we that. had, if we got the same amount like we did last year with the like with everyone just staying fit and being able to rotate when we want to, it'd be a lot. We would have won more games, I think. Um, but even then, it's like we can't just like oh, we could have won more games because of them. It's like, um, we never replaced Lovren as a backup centre-back. So we've had to rely on um, the kids coming through. They've done well when they have played, but it's not a senior centre-back, sure. They're probably better than Lovren. Hey, yeah, trust me. Mm, you said, like, even when Lovren played last season, he had loads of good performances. He had the horror show against Watford when we lost the first game, but even then, like when he had filled in, he had done well. Now it's in every competition, like Champions League, FA Cup, etc., where he did play. So, Wolverine was a good defender, just 
Yeah, Gomez, Matic, Van Dijk ahead of him, so he wanted to play football. That's why he left. Um, like Matic's been injured a lot too, and he's really good as well. Um, he's always injured, isn't he? That's like yeah, that's like his thing. Him and Matic, Matic he's him yeah. and Kate are such good players that are injury prone. Like I think I saw a stat the other day. It's like with Kater, uh like the ten games he played, we had scored twenty seven goals. And then without him, we in the same amount of games we only scored twelve. So it just shows how key Cater is for us. But like, because it was injured, no one outside of Liverpool really notices how good he is. Mm. You've always been um, a, a supporter of his. I remember from the day. Yeah, you always saying he's gonna have yeah, a Jordan year. Well, yeah, but it's like he hasn't really happened. <laughs> yeah, no, no, he is a good player. Should have got party, injured, like, party, gonna... Party's a baller. Partey is no comparison. Partey is 10 times better. Partey will be. All right, Kovacic. Kovacic is better than Partey as well. On the ball ball and off the ball. Off the ball and on the ball, Kovacic is better than Partey. You need to wake up, mate. You need to wake up. Because Thomas Partey's been missing because of injury. Kovacic, he's just missing. Um, Kovacic is not playing well because a lot of our team is not in good form whatsoever and we have no structure yeah. in our side and yeah. Partey playing because he's injured what? and Partey when he plays what the fuck does he do when, he, when he's not injured you, when you guys he gets injured shit, but he didn't, he didn't he step injured. up when did he step he up when injured. he wasn't injured when he wasn't injured he had the game of his life he had the game of his life against us and then just yeah he played one off. game <laughs> then he got injured. He played one game against yeah. United. Did like bits. Started like... against Tottenham. Got injured. That was, that's like... that was Arsenal's peak of the season against us. Mate, Partey, fucking masterclass. Oh, then a masterclass. <laughs> <laughs> I've always said um, it. It wasn't. I always thought Arteta was a good manager. I always thought it was the players. Like the players you have are just shit. No, it's it's, yeah, it's, it's down yeah. to him as well. Because the only reason he no, turned his to the players youth, are decent, mate. He turned to the, he shouldn't he took too long to turn to the youth. He stuck with yeah. players and he fucked up with the dressing room. And the only reason we are out of the rut that we are in is because praise the COVID lords, William had to self isolate. That's it. <laughs> if William didn't have to self isolate, he started that game ahead of Smith Rowe and Saka's not playing on the right, he's playing on the left, and Pepe's playing. Sorry, uh William's playing right. The moment Saka started playing right wing and we brought in Smith Rowe to fill that camp position, our season changed. Yeah, and he wouldn't have stuck with that. If we if we didn't beat Chelsea, I highly feel like we'd be still down the bottom, possibly fighting against relegation. But because he saw that they could perform against top tier position opposition, even though Chelsea aren't in good form, he's like, Cool, I'm gonna stick by them. But the problem is now he could still repeat his old mistakes and go back to starting players mainly because of the wage bill and trying to back up the fact that he signed them. So there's a lot of pride behind what he does. And that's, I think that could be his downfall. Not believing in the youth. Saliba, for example, has gone on loan today. Yeah. £30 million pounds we paid for him. He's supposed to be the next brand. He does a lot of shit. And he's gone, he's gone to day, Nice. Man. He's gone to Nice, bro. And he's already in a team sheet for tomorrow. He joined yeah. yesterday. He joined yesterday. And you're so saying the staff like can start ahead of him. He's just been sitting on the bench with you, lot. It's not like he's fucking Ill, injured, is he? Yeah. No, he's not even on the bench, bro. He's not even in the squad. He's in the youth well, team. Exactly. He's just, he's just telling him, yeah. warming up, didn't ready his, to play for Nice. Didn't his parents die? Yeah. He should go straight with it those. Doesn't, 
that's what I'm saying. It's not to do with the parents. The fact is that the club, yet again, due to our, the way that Arteta leads it, is not being transparent with the fans. We still mm. don't know why Oz was not playing. It's bullshit. He's got, he can play. The reason why he's Would not you actually want him to play, though? No, but I would like to know why he can't play. I would like them to tell me exactly why he can't play so I know what my club is doing. Because if they're not playing him because of their contract rights in China, I will fully go against the club and be like, yo, you men are fucked up. Because that's that's Islamophobic, pretty much. They say you can't speak out against your people being killed because we want to make money. If that's the reason why they're not playing him, fuck Arsenal. However, since they haven't told us anything besides the fact that it's purely footballing reasons, I can't believe it. With Saliba, they haven't said a word. Never a yeah, word. It's very harsh, harsh. So uh, you'd imagine that, like, even with that reasons of, like, I think the story came out that he's had a bust with Arteta. So I reckon be somewhat along the lines of, like, say, Saliba being told, like, oh, yeah, you're going to come in, you're going to be, like, one of our, like, first team starters. And then yeah. him getting fed up because it hasn't happened straight away. And then you got, I don't, I don't blame well. him. Like, I don't blame him. Those have been told by Arteta that he's just not part of his plans. So he, that's why he's probably being kept out, too. I heard that apparently Ozil came back from because he was playing before the first lockdown. He was playing quite consistent, quite consistently, and then um, he came back. Apparently, he came back from lockdown and it was unfit, and then he just didn't give him a chance after that. But I, I don't think that's the reason why. When it comes to Saliba, when it comes to Saliba, I believe that Saliba has a personal issue with the club because last year we recalled him from his loan after. Obviously, the season end. So the time in which the season was supposed to end due to COVID, we took him back to the club. And then St. Etienne was in a cup final against PSG. And he was their player. He'd just come back from injury. And they were like, oh, can we have William to play the final? And then we said, nah, fuck off St. Etienne. He's staying. He's going to be our player for next year. And he hasn't had a minute of football since then. St. Etienne is his childhood club. And we denied him a final because we told him he'd be playing for us this year. And he didn't start a single game, not a single minute. He got sent off in under 23's game. Clearly pissed off. And he's not an Arteta signing. But I at the same time, you're given a gem. You're given a star. This guy is like, he's playing next to Fafana, bro. And Fafana's doing bits at Leicester. But this guy looked miles better than him in France. And you're telling me this guy can't play, but Mustafi can. Kalasanach could. Mari. That Pablo Mari guy, isn't it? You, you, your centre-back options now are Mari holding um, David Luiz. Gabriel's back. And Gabriel's back soon. He's back soon. But, but, but they let... I swear Saliba, if you really rank them them centre-backs, surely it goes like Magalette, uh, I keep, Gabriel, and then, yeah, yeah. and then Saliba. Saliba. It goes Saliba, yeah. Because holding, holding, don't get me wrong, he's an all right player, no, he's but he's, dodgy, he's though, just... Mate. He's, he's, like a, he's like a Cahill, but... Not when he won the league, yeah. Cahill, but Cahill after. Do you know what I mean he's that kind of player? He's, he's good a good player, player, but he's, he's not player what you beat. want him. Yeah, exactly. He's not. He's, he's not players like him. Top tier Premier League. Pablo Mori, same thing. He's just there in case Gabriel Magalhaes gets injured. I never ever want to see him starting above <laughs> Magalhaes. Pablo Mori is all right, but that's all he is—a squad option. He's not the man. So we technically, in my opinion, we still need a right centre back, and Saliba you... was supposed to be the right centre back. I think you're like Saliba and Arsenal is a, it's not going to happen. I don't think. No, nah, but we're going to sell him. He's going to have a great loan spell at Nice. We're going to sell him for more money next year, and maybe get someone good. But regardless, 
that I feel like the answer's at our doorstep and we've just sort of shut him out the door because of pettiness and it's just, yeah, it's honestly it frustrating. It's against AFC Wimbledon. Yeah, mm-hmm. but he's a player that I had high hopes for and everyone was like, yo, <laughs> like he picked Arsenal over Tottenham for this. I reckon if he picked Tottenham, he'd be playing for them right now and he'd be doing bids. Uh, maybe. He'd be playing, He's that well centre-back for Tottenham. He's that well centre-back for Tottenham home. Not Rodon Davies. Oh, Rodon. Rodon. Rodon, Rodon, Rodon yeah. he, I, I think Saliba's better than him, and he's had to fill in a few times. He's on loan, isn't he? Yeah, but he's doing, he's doing the job, though. So I'm saying, I if don't, you I don't think we're him, missing out on Saliba. No, no, but I'm saying if you were to have him, he would be like he's that good that he'd be starting every mm. week. Bro. He's that good, and we're not even giving him a chance. That's the point I'm trying to make. Mm. Like this guy was like. Honestly, bro, he's like the Mbappe of the Senders, bro. <laughs> whoa, 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 hold it, hold it. You, you have, you have a, you have an issue that I think a lot of Premier League teams have as well. Is if if Leno is injured at any point in time for a long period of time. Oh no! Don't get me started yeah, yeah, on Renarsson. Yeah. There is there are, there are, there are, there are, shit. There are so Renarsson many teams like shit. that though. Like so many teams that if their long if their number one keeper goes injured for a long period of time, you're gonna see points get dropped. I still miss Martinez, man. That was my guy. That was a dumb one. He's been the best keeper actually, in the league so far, isn't he? He's he's I leading he's probably. He's leading the Golden Glove. Next race, year, he's he? going to a better club, bro. Next year, like, from, from that, the moment Aston Villa signed him, I was like, cool, even Aston Villa's going to get really sick and he's going to stay, yeah. or next year he's going to go to the top team. I could see, like, a like an Inter or something going in for me, like, yo, come through. It was, someone, it was someone like that. so weird because he never had a bad game for you. There was no reason for him not to ever... The only reason he didn't stay is because uh, Arteta had an allegiance with Leno. Leno got a player yeah. of the season. So like Leno proved time and time it's again. Great keeper. It's great keeper. Martin, no Leno's amazing, but Martinez, again, he's one of the players from the academy. When he came in, <laughs> he gave us like some BD mentality, bro. <laughs> I remember the coin toss, the coin toss with Liverpool, yeah, and uh, Virgil Van Dijk said that he's gonna t- they're gonna take the penalty first. He looks at me in the face like, "You sure? You sure you want to take a penalty <laughs> first? And then old Bamey is like laughing. I'm like, "Yo, that's the kind of player that you need in a top tier club. You need someone yeah. who's in there like be assertive, be that fucking guy." And he was that for us. And he made great saves. He was commanding in the box. He was confident. Leno is a technically gifted goalkeeper, but he doesn't have those leadership or just in general confidence that a Martinez would have. I, I don't... And I, 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 could, I could be really wrong here, but I, I don't yeah. see a natural leader at Arsenal. I don't think Arteta's one either. Tinny, I feel like... Tinny's the only one. Do you think? I, th- I think he... Only yeah. one. Give him the captain's band. I don't think he's a leader. I think he's just a... The personality player, but maybe he'll he that's, can that's the leadership. probably, but I don't think it's that's he he's that, not a permanent replacement for a captain. It's that Glaswegian thing, though, isn't it? It's like it's the same with Andy I think, Robertson. I think, it's just I think Tierney could, I think Tierney could easily, Tierney yeah. could easily be captain of the club for many reasons, mainly because he stands up for the players. I remember um, against Leeds when he ran up on fucking Xhaka because he was chatting to Adioski after Adioski mm. got Pepe sent off. These men are doing chatty patty, hugging each other, giving each other kisses on the cheek. Tinny's running up to him like, what the fuck are you doing? This man got our boy sent off and lost us the game. But you're happy. That's the kind of man you need. And to me, that is leadership. That's like being like not accepted of any bullshit. And he seems like a no, no bullshit kind of guy. Yeah, he's young. Yeah, he's new to the team. But he's got the character that would mould into an amazing captain and Show yeah. the team exactly what you expect. So I think if there's anyone to be captain, it's him. Maybe Martinelli, um, like ten years if he stays, but I doubt he will stay. I think he'll, he's he's destined for 
fucking like Real Madrid's and shit. <laughs> that guy is a baller. Yeah. <laughs> like what Bruno, Bruno is United. He's the real captain in my eyes. He just yeah. fucking grills anyone. He doesn't I, give a shit. I don't I mean, see just... Maguire ever like being your captain for long. Like he's not a leader. Maguire's I don't get that. Maguire's either. the fake Maguire. captain. Bruno's the real captain. Yeah. Bruno's the one that will shout at people in the dressing room, no matter what. He doesn't give a shit. He's um, no He's a yeah, winner, isn't yeah. he? He's, he's there to win. He's not. But that's what you need. You need winners. You need com- competitors. Competitive people will drive you to do better. Can't wait yeah. to score a ninety-third minute penalty against us. Hopefully, Hobson gets for it. Yeah. <laughs> Watch out, Addison gets injured beforehand, so it's a Spanish boarding goal. So we'll definitely be going. You know. Um, well, no, you're, you're Chuck. You're Chuck James did. Milner in goal. <laughs> Fuck the Spanish. He, he did a better job. He <laughs> yeah, did a better yeah, job. Yeah. Um, Jason just doing jobs everywhere. Yeah, but um, one more thing. I think we'll wrap up very soon. But um, for everyone's club right now, January transfer window. Who do you want to sign? Fuck. I think I Man United needs a centre back. I don't know who, but we just need a centre back. Yeah. Because. Eric Bailly's legs are made of glass. He's our best centre-back, but he, he will get injured in the next two games, probably. Yeah, well, how long are we there? We need, we need centre-backs. We don't have a, a first-team centre-back fit at the moment. So. No. Yeah, I know we've been, linked, we've been linked with someone from Lille, um, but that's about it, really. Um, plus, I, I've heard like Klopp, does, Klopp isn't allowed to spend that much in this window because apparently we're planning something bigger for the summer, so... Demiral, are you talking about Demiral? I think so. He's a centre back from Juve. He's Turkish, Turkish centre back. No, there's is it Boston or something? Is it Shelik? Uh, it's like a right yeah, back. Sven, Sven Botman. <laughs> Never heard of that guy. Yeah, I see. We'll lose it. Yeah, seventeen million. Apparently, we've scouted him. So, we'll, I mean, he's a centre back. So, I take him at this point, honestly. Well, you like guys Chelsea, are very good scouts. Who, who do you guys need? Apparently, um, Julian Brandt. So I just read Julian yeah. Brandt has uh, Arsenal have genuine interest um, in Julian Brandt. Um, the twenty-two he million. Been well. Yeah, yeah. Dortmund's uh, and he just hasn't done well. But he I'll be honest. Player, he's a I'll decent honest, player. Like, uh, he's not the one I'd want though. If I was to have one transfer, I mean, I guess that leads into me. If I was to have one transfer, I'd go for Buendia. That's the one. There's plenty of reasons why, but yeah. the main re- the main reason why is because he won't be too expensive, which means the pressure won't be there. But also, it means that mm-hmm. it's a lower price tag, which also means that Emil Smith Rowe will get game time. If we get someone who's 50, 60 million plus, they're starting every week. That's just how this club yeah. operates. I've seen so it. If you sign ben so Dier I'd watch like go in ten or twelve or something. Ben Dier is very average. No, maybe twenty more. But I'm, I'm saying it's it's. I'm saying there's a there's a big like if you spend 20 mil on a guy he's still young you'll make that money back there's less expectations yeah. there's less pressure which means that if anything he's more likely to perform the less pressure there is the, the easier it is for him but also it's easier yeah. for Emil Smith-Rowe to perform so it's a it's benefiting everyone in the club right there because Smith-Rowe's got less pressure on his shoulders he can mould into that role a bit more and then eventually take over and if Wendy has to leave later on we'll probably make the money back if not more do you know what I mean so it's to me, it's just a smart move. It's a January move. That's what we get. And then in the summer, if we want to get someone bigger, we go for it. Do you know what I mean? But Wendy, for me, is the 
the perfect player right now. Brandt, he's good, but he's not quite Carlin. When the uh, he's proven the Premier League, Brandt is doesn't got any stats in the Premier League, nothing like that. And I feel like if you put Wendia on a more creative side, a more aggressive side, you could see something good from him, man. Because he's good with, he's pretty good with both feet. He could do spins, he could travel with the ball, he can get back and defend, and he can create chances out of thin air. He's got that yeah. long ball ability. You got Martinelli kind of from the left and Saka. Yeah. Wendia can ping balls, bro. He can ping available it. at a good price. I think. Uh, I think I think Brand's a better signing, especially because he's on the caliber, Schroeder, of a man. different caliber to Brendia. He literally, you're gonna buy, you're gonna buy Brendia for twenty million, or you're gonna buy Julian Brandt. He's twenty four for twenty two million. He's had Champions League experience at the very very highest of German football. Brendia chills like in the Championship. But that's only because no yeah, one's so like you can only play as good as the players around you, man. That's yeah, but you, you get, but if you're good enough, you'll force your way into those better teams. And I think this could be the chance for him, man, because he's proven that he can How play. How old is Brendan? Twenty-three. He's only twenty-five. He's twenty-three. 25 oh, I thought he's twenty-five. Oh, my bad. Let me check. He's, me not check. That, he's not that much older than Brandt if he's older than him. But I think Brandt is quite young. Uh, he's twenty-four. 24. Yeah. Twenty-four. So he's exactly 24. the same age as Julian Brandt. I'm. I'm sorry. I don't think they actually compare. Yeah. I don't know. Man. And then what about? You, Jack. In the championship, 19 matches, seven goals, six assists in the championship. When he was in the Premier League last season, 36 matches, one goal and seven assists. Bro, his chance creation, though. Look at his chance creation, though. He's working with Timo Kuki, bro. Dan James plays for Man United. (laughs) Dan James plays for Man United, so that means great. Mad chances, man. Uh, Sure, man. Cameron, I think... Get rid of Bale. Maybe, maybe. I don't know. (laughs) Just, I can't do anything about him right now. But um, no, we need someone, I think, young, like with aggression and like a direct football. And I think someone that's coming to my mind is like Jack Grealish, but I don't think that can happen oh, right yeah. now. He's That'd be a step uh, down. Too, I don't think, but um, coming Arsenal, know, mate. maybe something defensive as well. Because it's Todd Cantwell. Oli, Oli. That, you've just Boy, that could be a good shout, Ravel actually. I'll, I'll take him. I'll Ravel take Morrison to Spurs. Ravel Morrison. You know, you got Joe Hart. You might as well get Morrison, the 2012 yeah. dream team. Where did Ben Rama go? Is he still at Brentford or did he? He went to West Ham. No, he went to West Ham. West Ham. Yeah. He would have been good. He's not looking good at West Ham. He's not looking lively. No. Who's that guy for Bright- uh, Brighton? Basuma? Yeah, he's yeah. good. I take him Arsenal. I take him Arsenal. I do like him. In a heartbeat. I take him Arsenal. Him and Lamptey. I sold. I just, I sell. Bro, I would. I would drive Bellerin. To fucking Paris or Spain myself, <laughs> if it meant that we oh, yeah, right. did, did we us. see that um, since Pochettino's come in, they've been in talk. Well, supposedly going to be in talks with Messi, Sergio Ramos, and Deli Ali. Mm, Ramos, yeah, that's like, all, that one. all their contracts. I, I can see are Ramos going, going there. I, I think, yeah. I think Messi, Daniel Levy will sell Ali right now. I think he'll mm. want him in the squad. He won't want to get rid of him. Me- Messi, Messi, for the first time in Messi's career. Yeah, except from what's going on at Barcelona. If you actually look at what's going on elsewhere with PSG, with Pochettino, I can see Messi going. Yeah. Yeah. That would be that amazing. amazing. Yeah, I think he's going to see, man. Neymar going to link up with Messi again. And we all thought that was Barcelona, but maybe it could be PSG. Mate, Neymar, Messi, yeah, and Mbappe are the about... same team. That's just oh, illegal. That's, cold. that's an offense. Let's not forget Wait. about like Di Maria behind them. Yeah. Well. Uh, Oh, Tilo Kura. Mbappe, Mbappe is still um, questionable. Oh, the the caliber of players that Pochettino gets to play that Pochettino gets to play with now. 
Yeah, he's, he's, he's he doesn't play with all the money in the world. He had pin cans. He's a fraud, though. What? I mean, yeah, I Poch is here now. Well, this, this, this is the test for Poch now. If he can like win a Champions but League, no, he, with, had um... he had his test. He had his test. Oh yeah, that's it. one test. But he's actually got the money now. Like he hasn't got this struggle with Daniel Levy. I don't, I don't know why, but um, actually no. Uh, he's got the money now. If he doesn't win the Champions League with PSG, he's definitely a fraud. I'll give you yeah, that. But why? Why but this is this is like the, the this is like he's playing career mode on easy now. <laughs> True. Apparently, um. Uh, Chelsea are their main sign- signing interest is Erling Haaland. That's bullshit. What? Chelsea, if Chelsea want to succeed, they need a striker. No, no, no. If Chelsea <laughs> want to succeed in the transfer window, do you know what they need to do? They need to do absolutely fucking nothing and worry about what they've got in store. Mate, they got to yeah. worry about what's in that shop window because apparently, fucking, yeah, that's the biggest problem is what's going off the pitch. Frank Lampard needs to worry about what the fuck's going on the pitch. Have one fluid formation that we're going to work on instead of trying to burn her out on the left. Try and have us at CDM. Try and have us at CM. Try and have us at CAM. Try and have us out on the right. Just play your fucking players in the same position every week, and I promise you they will get they will fucking improve. Mm-hmm. That's Chelsea's yeah. biggest problem. Then one week you play Giroud, so your whole system changes about playing with Giroud, and then they assume that Abraham is the same type of player to Giroud because he's tall yeah. when he's not. He's actually a pressing yeah. forward. Giroud doesn't press. Mm. So how are you going to play exactly the same way with a completely different striker? Doesn't make any sense. And the thing is, with that back four, you need to keep that back four exactly the same. And the only time you drop uh, Thiago Silva will be because of fitness. And that's when you replace him with, um, with Rudiger. Christensen can't kick a fucking ball. Yeah. Um, Tamori, I don't know what's happened to Tamori, but you don't play. You do not play anybody else except from Thiago Silva, Kurt Zuma. And if Thiago Silva goes out, you put Rudiger in and We've you got, keep it like that. Yeah, We've got Malang Saar, don't we, to come back. Um, and the, the thing is why the fuck did we let him go out because now I'm not being funny Aspilicueta I love Aspilicueta yeah but Aspilicueta now he, he just doesn't have just the physical side the physical yeah. side he can't, he can't hack right back anymore the only position I could I could actually see Aspilicueta playing good in right now would be at centre-back with three centre-backs with him yeah that's the only way like how we used to play like that's why when people are saying, oh, Chelsea should make a signing or whatever, we shouldn't make a signing. Kai Havertz, since he comes to Chelsea, has not been the Kai Havertz that everybody knows. He's come here, he looks shaky, he doesn't look right yet. He's still trying to... Yeah, they're not performing He's still... Well, Thiago Silva's performing 100%. Ben Chilwell's playing really well. The issue with Ben Chilwell is he gets a bit too cocky and because he's in a better team that... In Leicester, he had to pull the rest of the back line three at times. But at Chelsea, he nicks it next to me. He's got Thiago Silva, so he gets a bit lazy. Ziyech... On the ball, Ziyech is absolutely fucking amazing. Off the ball, he's a cunt. Off the ball, he reminds me of... <laughs> off the ball, he reminds me of Mesut Ozil. He's so lazy. Ball, he's so fucking lazy. Yeah, I'm not being funny. I'm starting to watch him and he's starting to piss me off. You could only he, play on him ball, as a, so a centre forward or a single striker. Like, you, you, haven't, you, you cannot... You have to... Go into every defensive situation realising, OK, we're nine... We're, we're, we're one man down. One man down. Times, but the times. thing is... This is why Chelsea need to worry about uh, possession retention. That's our biggest issue: yeah. is possession. We give possession possession away so easily against Manchester City. We were just starting to press after conceding the goal, and fucking N'Golo Kante decides to get his fucking toe on the ball and fucking ricochet, and then it's nine versus one. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Um, but I don't know. I think Mendy is actually starting to prove that he's a little bit shaky as well. 
Um, nah, he's good, man. It's natural, man. His goalkeeping ability is really good, but where the defence is starting now to go in, back to their old ways in yeah. certain situations, Mendy is he's being tested too much. But listen, I just don't think Chelsea need to sign anyone. They need to worry about what they got. And I also think they need to drop Mason Mount for a bit because Mason Mount is not hacking it at the moment. And, and they need to put... They he's need only to play playing because Lampard's his uncle. Yeah, well, maybe yeah. they need to play Cullen Hudson Adoy and drop ZH, and they need to drop Mount and play. I'm not sure that they yeah. do Jorginho. No, maybe Kante, Kovacic, and Havertz in that midfield, and I think that'll be all right. Would but you... listen, this season's strange. Would you ever yeah. play yeah. Werner in like a two, like with Werner and like another striker? Well, I wouldn't see a point of playing the two with Chelsea because you have too many players that can play through the middle. So that's when you have a three you can integrate. So yeah. you can play with a, a Mount or a Havertz and then two wingers. If you have two strikers, Chelsea's system, it gets quite limited. And also, mm. Chelsea, one of Chelsea's best as, uh, assets, attacking-wise, is their left-back and right-back. So Reese James and Ben Chilwell. If you have two strikers, you lose that element. Because if you commit two of your strikers to an attack and two of your full-backs to an attack, that's four players out of the equation. Um, otherwise, it would only be three with your two full-backs and one striker that you're going to commit to attacking the ball. So I just I'm not sure 100 um, percent about playing two, and also if we do play two, I don't actually know what two strikers complement them complement each other for Chelsea. Um, so yeah, Tammy and Tammy and uh, Werner maybe. because well, no, Tam, Tammy presses too much and he doesn't drop back, and so yeah. does Werner. So you're gonna be okay. you're gonna be exposed every single time. The if thing you play that, Abraham yeah. and Giroud, they're not gonna come back uh, uh, as well. Um, be coached to try and come back then. <laughs> The only thing, but no, 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 but it's not about. It's actually about the style and, and ability. So if you coached Giroud to come back constantly, he's going to be fucked. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's, that's not what he knows. What, and his position, be, his positional play as well, is going to be all thrown off. Yeah, I think what might be worth Lampard looking to see how Barcelona in like 2016 area, see how when they had Neymar, Messi, Suarez up top, they didn't track back at all. Yeah, yet they won everything. So that was discipline, though. That was severe yeah, so, discipline of their backline. And Sergio Busquets. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So it'd be a case of trying to find the right players who will, kind of like Liverpool's midfield to a certain extent, they just work hard up and down, up and down, up and down, press, press, press the entire game and have the stamina to do that. Because I'm looking at Chelsea, and if I have to ask Jorginho to do that, like there's no way it's going to happen. No. But that, the, the thing is, I'm talking to you from a perspective of Frank Lampard's tactic. Not, that's not something I would ever want to implement like, or want to watch with Chelsea. But that, that way, it's style of football that Liverpool have implemented, that that Manchester, that um, Barcelona team implemented, is, for me, ideal football. You have your back line and your midfield do all the work and you leave the attacking to your strikers. But you need severe discipline to do that. And Frank Lampard doesn't have that because he wants to play pressing football. In, in a way that you press from the back and when we're pressing from the back you have to press from the front as well mm. it, that, that that press would not work because you're not you don't have any discipline you just got pressing you're just going to keep pressing 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 and your discipline goes out the window so it's difficult but i just it just pisses me off because they've got so many good fucking good talents in that team and they're just they're just not playing 100% at the moment and i'm very close to doing a rant video about it but i'm going to i'm going to stay chill it's it's weird seeing Werner play winger because I I can't ever really remember him playing winger at Leipzig because you'd have Sabitzer as a centre attacking mid, him as a number nine, and then you Sabitzer's a baller by the way. You're supposed to not had like you also had like Nkuku behind them too. Yeah, he was a very good player. 
Actually, yeah, I think that's crazy. Yeah. Werner on the wing. Yeah, lost him. Like lost. Triple T. Yeah. But Werner would sit uh, behind you and Who's that new signing that um, RB Leipzig just bought? Sabos Sabah. Um, oh, Shop yeah. Shalai. Shalai. From, uh, he's a fucking baller. Him and, him and I wish Sabitzer we got him. Gonna be, oh, I wish we got 19 him. He's only 19 as well, but he looks like 40. Well, I'm hearing... <clears throat> I'm hearing that um, Big Dom. Arsenal, Tottenham, and a few other clubs are interested in Sabitzer. Yeah. And Leipzig are cool, yeah. letting him go, because Leipzig are happy to sell. They just, they just got players, like, Sabitzer too. He could come in. Yeah, I'm saying, but Sabitzer could come in yeah. and potentially do a really good job for a top four side. Yeah. Yeah, you know what I mean, or like he wouldn't have to uh, adapt. Shobushlai, Shobushlai, he's gonna he's gonna do bits there, stay for like two, yeah. three years. Now when he's like 21, 22, he's gonna go to a massive club, bro. This kid, this kid is special, bro. He's gonna he's probably gonna be like the next big Hungarian player since fucking oh, what's his name? There was a guy. There was a guy. Puskas, yeah. yeah. That's he's, mad. Um, That's a long time. He he's part of that that really weird. Coming out of nowhere of Salzburg, the the young players at Salzburg have just been. Yeah, I don't know where they the find these fuckers. <laughs> so they just. Yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, Minamino was, was good for them. Yeah, yeah. Minamino is a bit dodgy, isn't he? But where He's, the fuck have all these cunts come from? Honestly, just Minamino just needs to bulk up. That's yeah. all he needs to do. Yeah. Same with Pulisic. Yeah, no, put, 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 I don't think actually that's necessarily the case with Pulisic. To be fair. Because previously it shows last season that he, he was finding it's his physique. It's actually his his confidence and his touch this season so, that's been yeah. a bit off. But yeah, I, I want to ask one question. For a few minutes. Go on. Um, Jack. Yeah. Jack Walsh. Code Walsh. I just want to ask what you think of um, the moment that we were all waiting for, the return of Gareth Bale. What do you think his season's been like so far? Um, his season so far, I'm not gonna lie, it hasn't been uh the most best so far. But I think uh he, Wait, you're telling me he's gonna God, be more. Me yeah, I think God he's gonna be human? more important towards the end of the season, where maybe we have a few more important games, and then he can come up with some magic. But he's uh he has he's come up with a few goals so far, but he's also gone missing in games, and um he hasn't got the pace that he has before. He's he's playing a different role now. I told uh, you, but I think. I think he will be more important come the end of the season. Do you think? I think his comments are really quite interesting. At, um, he said at Real Madrid, the reason why he didn't succeed is because he didn't have the big name, the Ronaldo, the on the on the back of his shirt. It's because he was Gareth Bale. He's forgotten. But I think he's just got an ego problem. Might, there is, there is, might. there is something to that because there was reports that um, Madrid used to have like team building activities quite a lot and he never attended any of them. He was quite like, yeah. a, apparently he was like quite a, just a loner. He just kind of did it. He never learned Spanish either, which doesn't help. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. that's huge disrespect in my yeah. opinion. If you're going to a club, I think, he's a, he, he, I think he's a very shy person. Hello, Madrid. I think, yeah. It's a matter of respect, like a, It's like, it's comfortable for him, which could be good, but it could also be like bad if he's no, too comfortable, the then he's gonna it's then he's the gonna slack. Thing. But if he's comfortable yeah. like in his bag, then it's different. But maybe he's too, maybe he's too comfortable. Look right. how comfortable he was with playing golf at one of the biggest clubs in the world and making a meme out of himself yeah. for it. Oh, and now Tottenham, that's where Tottenham have got a fucking golf course next to their training ground or some bullshit oh, probably, like that. Probably, probably, I think I think probably, I think probably, probably. the issue of him <laughs> is he left Tottenham as like this hero, this fucking once in a lifetime generational player for you. And he's come back to Tottenham with him thinking 
that same mentality, but also the fans yeah. thinking he's going to be that same player when he's he's not. He's like he's in his thirties now. He, he can't physically be that player. Well, it's... in fifteen appearances, he's got three goals and two assists. But those goals did come against Stoke, LASK, and goal, Brighton. Well, that because Brighton goal was. That's what I'm saying. I think he's coming through with, with important moments that will add up, come towards when the season is over. But yeah. right now, Arguably, it doesn't look like it has been the best signing so far. Yeah, I mean, against LASK, that, that game was just... Did you get him for free, Chad? Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, we're paying about 200 grand a week. But, so, um, the, I mean, the actual... Yeah, he's on loan. He's on loan. Yeah. I don't, think, no there's a loan. I don't think there's a loan fee either. Yeah. I think we're just paying half of the wages. Same thing with Stambay or something. It's not that bad. It could be worse. I think Deli Ali's days are over. Uh, they were, they were, they he's were in the same situation he... that Ericsson was last year. If you look, if you, I don't know if anyone even watched the Tottenham documentary, but like, yeah. you, like you can see that Daniel yeah. Levy didn't want to sell these players because they're worth a lot of money, and yeah. he can like get more for them, whatever. But he's got like he's got plans money wise for them. But Ericsson wanted to go, and ultimately he got his way. I think Deli Ali isn't at that position yet, but he he wants to. I think he's in a similar. He fucked his career. Ericsson has taken an L. Ericsson has taken such a fat L. Ericsson I don't want to sign him back either. Up. You know, I don't think it'll be worth our money, the money to sign him back. I don't think so either. He, his attitude again. Oh, guys, not an ego problem. Fresh off the press. Fresh off yeah. the press. AFC Bowen just tweeted that Urzu has got multiple offers from America, uh, Turkey, and other clubs. And another source has told me that apparently I think it's DC United Probably. have made a offered a package deal to Ozil to also expand his brand, not only as oh. him as a player. No and way. it's looking like he might that, go that to Washington sense. or Fenerbahce. It's looking he might leave us quite soon. Yeah, but yeah. yeah, apparently it's DC United are offering to promote his brand. That's like I've not I haven't seen something like that. Well, that was like Dybala when he was going to go to Tottenham, but then yeah. they couldn't agree on his yeah. fucking um, his the license. What was it? Image, image rights. Fuck me, mate. Absolute <laughs> bollocks. He was going to. I think he used it as an excuse. I, I think he used it as an excuse. No, no, no. I, I, I think there was some truth in that. I, like, yeah. I think he's trying to get you contract. Why the hell would you want to go there? That's so peak. He didn't want his face associated with a Tottenham shirt. That's mad. Imagine. That's actually why I didn't go. <laughs> That's insane. I can sign for you, but I can't wear your shirt. Well, lads, yeah. I could talk about how shit Tottenham are all night, but I'm going to have to dip. Yeah, should we wrap it up? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I never wrap up. Well. Frank is a rapper. So, we are back. Well, we have returned with a bang. Hopefully a nice bang. Um, that was a good one. More to come. Nice bang. For- more football talks, more stupid talks, most importantly, more vibes. Take care of yourselves. We're going to love you and leave you. We've got things to do. You probably do too. Like and subscribe. Peace. It's not me, it's the girl from work. 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 It's not me, it's the girl from work.